Hi, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. My name is Isabel Ross, and I'm the coach at Peak Endurance Coaching. Episode 36 is a Quarantine Backyard Ultra follow-up interview with Dave Proctor. Dave and I talk about the difficulties in putting on such a race and also how such events can bring people together during difficult times like we're experiencing now. I really hope you enjoy our conversation. Hi, Dave, and welcome back to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Mm, thanks for having me, Isabel. So, um, since we last spoke, the, the um, Quarantine Backyard Ultra has been run and won. Did you want to uh, talk us through? You also participated yourself. Maybe you can touch on mm-hmm. that and talk about the, the race in general. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, you know, last time we, we spoke, it was, it, was, it was right before the, the Quarantine Backyard. And, you know, just to reiterate, um, you know, we ended up in, in just over, I think it was 15 days, so just over two weeks, uh, we yep. ended up coming from, you know, constructing and, 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 uh, and you know, creating the, the, uh, the quarantine backyard event to execution. Um, so within, you know, 15 days, you know, we end up creating the concept of all of this, um, planned it, you know, went out and, and got, you know, what was it, 2,400 and some odd uh, registrants, which is huge. Which is That's amazing to, to get and, that organized. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 58 countries represented. Wow. Um, yeah. So really a global, um, you, know, you, know, you know, event. And yeah. um, we were just so, so, so excited that we were able to, to put this together um, for, you know, 2,400 plus runners. And as yep. well, too, probably just, a, you know, maybe even 10 times the amount of, of spectators. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so because, I, I mean, a lot of people were involved in, in just spectating it and getting a lot oh, of value from that. Absolutely. I remember when we first got going, I think we ended up having 300, 400 people viewing on on YouTube. Um, wow. And at the end, we had thousands. Um, I think the, the highest I saw was 3,500. Um, now, needless to say, we ended up... Um, you know, crashing a number of of, of uh, YouTube accounts, but but we'll get to that, uh, along <laughs> yeah. the way. But um, but no, it was a truly spectacular uh, experience. Yeah. So so yeah. on April fourth, we we you know at seven o'clock Mountain Standard Time, where where I live in Calgary, Canada, yeah. um, the the bell rang, and we had one um, elite field uh, that was you know myself and and there were I think there were twenty one other runners. Uh, including Michael Wardian uh, and and yeah. and many many others, and um, yeah, we started running. We had to run our six point seven kilometer looped course. Um, some of us did it on a treadmill. Uh, other ones ran out from their house, um, and yeah, you get done your run, and you um, you sit down and eat, drink, you know, chat with people on 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 the Zoom accounts because we were all being videoed. And you could yep. see one another. And already right away, Isabel, what ended up happening was, at least for me, uh, the, the comparison game started happening. Now, we, oh, were running okay. against, yeah, we were running against some of the world's best multi-day runners. And, yeah. you know, when you go to Big's Backyard, you know, I was running loops at 40 to 45 minutes. And I was typically one of the quicker ones. Mm. But here... Um, people were running 25, 30. Oh, wow. Yeah. And right away, I'm thinking, number one, well, okay, what are they doing? Um, yeah. 
But then number two, maybe maybe I should be picking up the pace a little bit because I'm <laughs> kind of running slow. And so I thought that it was it was really quite interesting because some people were really going going quickly out of the out of the gates. Uh, Callum Neff was was one of them, and and Jay Kinsella. They were. It seemed like the two of them were competing a little bit back and forth with, with when it came to the speed, um, consistently getting done right around thirty minutes. But yeah. is it in that sort of race format? Is it necessarily an advantage to be running it quicker? No, no, not at yeah. all. So That's I think it's, it's an advantage to be quick, but not mm. too quick. Yeah. Like you definitely want enough time in between laps where you could, you know, eat, drink, go to the washroom, do the things that you need to do. But yeah. you need to, but, but you also don't really want to be burning the candle too, 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 too bright. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And that's what I was noticing was, you know, a lot of the quicker runners, they were getting back and they were sweating or they were getting off their treadmill uh, or getting back from their loops and they were sweating pretty hard. And I was thinking, if you're really sweating in backyard, unless it's really, really hot out, if you're yeah. sweating, that's a bad sign that you're working too hard because you're yeah, not, I would agree. you're not here for 12 hours. You're not here for, <laughs> you're here for 50, 60, 70 hours. Mm. And it's yeah. okay to sweat at the end when you're, when you're cooked, but don't, yeah. don't sweat at the beginning. And yeah. so I noticed that the comparison game, I started playing it and, and I, I noticed that others were playing it as well too. Um, it's very I, hard not to slip into that, isn't it? It really is. It really, really is as a competitor. And yeah. so um, right around, um, you know, sorry, when, within the first day, I was typically running 42 to 44 minutes uh, per yeah. loop. And I had a, a little routine. I would run and then I would walk at the two mile mark and walk again at the three mile mark. And, Okay. Yeah. Uh, my, my fueling strategies and all those different things. Um, earlier in the in the race, probably about eight hours in, maybe uh, maybe about ten hours in, I came back in from doing a loop outside of my house in the Sonora and treadmill, and I noticed that Jamil Correa was um, you know Jam Jam was yeah. doing some commentating, and so he was you know from the treadmill he was reading um, some YouTube uh-huh. comments, and, and he was answering them. Uh-huh. Now. I don't know if you and, and others know Jam Jam, but he's really quite a popular um, you know, ultra yes. runner. Uh, yeah, he's great. Oh, he's fantastic. And he was answering yeah. questions extremely well because, you know, that's what he does. He's, yeah. he's, he, can, he can do color commentary for me any day. <laughs> and so I, uh, I just thought, you know what, he's doing a lot of talking. I'm going to get in and I'm going to going to support him with this and I'll, I'll i'll answer half the questions just so he can yeah. he can take a bit of a break so we tagged him for oh for the next probably 10 hours or so um so until while he, you both were running you were both commentating at the same time absolutely and it was actually it made made the time pass a lot of people yeah, were asking, true. um hey uh you know do, do you really want to be reading these answers and then <laughs> I would I would read their name and I would say no absolutely I, I, you know if I if I don't want to I, I I'll just ignore yeah. you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it was really quite nice to have something distracting to do on the on the treadmill um, yeah. you know being able to read those and, and answer them the best I could um, you know uh, and so yeah so Jamil ended up dropping out um, maybe ten hours later so I I kept yeah. the commentator going um, for the next oh probably for the first 30 hours that I was running. And oh, wow. it was really quite good too, because it was a good test to know that if you can talk like you and I are talking right now, that you're most definitely in zone one and that you're not working. The old talk hard. test. 
Yeah, it is absolutely, isn't yeah. yeah, isn't that isn't that the truth? Um, yeah, but unfortunately, right around the thirty-first hour, yeah. I was stretching my hip flexor uh, in between loops, and yeah. um, I overstretched, and I felt a, oh. a shift in my lower back, and I got yeah. out on the next loop, um, and it worsened all throughout the loop, yeah. and then I went, and I I think I made another mistake where I, I lied down in between, you know, the, that one and the next one. And yeah. I got up for the next one. And I, I could barely move. It oh, it really? hurt. Yeah, everything yeah. stiffened up. And so <sighs> I think I dropped out midway on on that. I think it was a 32nd hour. Yeah. And so so my goal was was 60, 70, 75 hours. And oh, wow. so yeah. unfortunately, you know, I, I, I didn't didn't have a good day because I made a mistake. And and in backyard you you can't make mistakes. No. Yeah. Yeah. So um, then um, what happened once you dropped out? What did you do then? Yeah, so when I dropped out, I, I, I went back to, to helping race organize. Um, yeah. you know, well, well, sorry, I should, you know, should you know, reiterate. I, I, I had a shower. I, I yeah. cuddled with my kids. Um, yeah. I had a beer. I ate some food. I think I took a, a three-hour nap or a four-hour nap or something, rather. Yeah, and I then I got you would need that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, yeah, because yeah, really you haven't slept for for thirty thirty plus hours, so you are you are yeah. tired no matter what. And then yeah, I got yeah. back to to race organizing. Um, and you know that I think that the more and more and more I've been telling the story, um, you know, I, I keep forgetting on the day that I was that I was an athlete or that what I was that I was running um, yeah. because you know I think the highlight of 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 the event was for me at least was you know really giving back to people back to kind of the running community the the, the community that i'm so involved in you're so involved in yeah. um, at a time of need uh like we yeah. are um i you know i don't know how things are in australia uh, but every every running event here is cancelled uh for, yeah. The, yeah, for the future yeah. and it's just it, yeah. it, it it's it's not the right thing to do to have these public events and so you ended up having all of these people with these goals and these these things that they looked forward to and, and things that brought them pleasure and 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 uh and made them feel you know happy and, and alive and it was stripped from them yeah and and i know yeah. a lot of people say oh it's only running who cares yeah, but it, but it does matter um it does oh i agree it does matter yeah. and so we were able to create something that gave people something something to look forward yeah. to and um you know the the amount of emails that i've received since and text messages and and and, and you know letters of, of thank you have really been phenomenal i i it's it's heartwarming to hear these stories of of these individuals um who have run the furthest they've ever run ever ever in their lives um yeah. you know there was That's a awesome. boy who ran 100 miles um you know, living room guy a right living room guy who <laughs> the guy from 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 dubai uh who was running around yeah. loops around his living room um and oh, wow. this four-year-old boy was dressed up as a as a traffic control officer oh, and, gorgeous. And directing him and i think his son ran further than he did but he ran 20 <laughs> hours he was an internet yeah. sensation um <laughs> it was fantastic i mean there were so many beautiful great stories um yeah. that came from something like this and people were involved in something that was good and great and free. Yes. And 
I, I, I'm, I'm just extraordinarily proud that I was able to be as big of a part of this. Yeah. Oh, you, you should be. I mean, I think I, I saw so much talk on it on Facebook and everyone was coming together and, um, you know, really following and sharing what everyone was doing. It was just a great thing to, to be a part of, even just as a person watching on. Oh, absolutely. And I think that was it. it, was, it I, I don't know about you, Isabel, but I find it absolutely fascinating watching people do this stuff. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, 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 yeah, some would say, oh, okay, it's like, it's like watching paint dry, but it's not really. Um, no. It's so exciting. It's so interesting. And, yeah. you know, watching, especially going down to the final two competitors, and I shouldn't even say that, you know, Anna from Northern Sweden yes. up in third place. And I ran a lot with her down at Biggs this past year, and we became really quite incredible friends. And she oh, is a cool. force to be reckoned with. Um, one of the most lovable, kind, you know, most generous human beings you'll ever meet. Um, but she was yeah. running around the frozen lake up in, oh. in, up in northern Sweden. Yeah. Yeah, just so cool. Do you think it made a difference um, that some people were on treadmills and some people were on like running on roads or around a frozen lake. I mean, she had to deal with weather as well. And, you, you know, does that make a difference? You know, yes and no. Um, I was asked this a lot when I was commentating on, the, on, on, you know, doing the YouTube comments. And a lot of yeah. people, in fact, one guy, he said, hey, do you feel guilty that you're running on a treadmill and other people are having to run mm. you know, more difficult terrain and weather and everything outside? And I yeah. said, no. I said, you know... I really do think that if you were to go for a one hour run right now, and if you were to yeah. run outside or run on a treadmill, a run on a treadmill is easier. It just is. Yeah. Yeah. But if you were to go for a 12 hour run, what's yes. hard? <laughs> because no, it's definitely the treadmill. <laughs> so there's a couple of things. Number one, treadmill is mentally harder. Um, mm. You're not going anywhere, <laughs> and yeah. you know it's it's we we've all been there. But then number two is um, a variance of your stride and having a road that slopes a little bit one way or a trail that does something or uphill or downhill. That is really really good for your body to kind of break up the stride and have a difference in in in, yes. in foot strike and and everything. On a treadmill, yeah. it's the same the whole time. Um, and so the way that I think about it is yeah treadmills are probably easier until they're not until mm. until it, it makes your body crumble or or makes your your mind crumble so yeah. i would i would even hazard and and I, I think that a lot of people would, would would disagree with me is in the longer distance events treadmills are harder yeah no i I would definitely agree with that i mean i have not spent a lot of time on treadmills for for that reason to be honest. So, yeah. <clears throat> no, absolutely. And I find that they're an excellent tool for, for, for strengthening the mind as well, too. Because, you know, getting yeah. down on a treadmill for, for a long period of time, you, you, you just want to be somewhere else. <laughs> and, yeah. But when, yeah. you're out in, when you're out on a beautiful trail or out in the mountains or in a canyon or running beside a river, you know, it, it's easy to be distracted by beauty and yeah. the warm breeze or the rain hitting your face like it's there's so many distractions there's there's very few yes. distractions on a treadmill yeah you can focus a lot on, on a treadmill on how you're feeling <clears throat> which then can lead to 
to, well, not doing as well as you might hope. Exactly, yeah. So um, where were the race directors located compared to you? Now, I know you were in Calgary. Where were the race directors located? Yeah, so the race directors, that was Travis and Ashley Schiller-Brown. Yeah. And they were located out from, from their living room um, in northern Calgary. And so uh, okay, yeah. I, think, I think that was one of the problems. That was one of our mistakes is that we had, you know, really six core volunteer members. Yeah. And we were all in very different locations. And so in order for something to be done quickly, um, you didn't run, you didn't yell across the room or, oh, yeah. hey, guys, go check out camera three. Um, yeah. There were phone, phone, phone calls that were being made and emails and text messages that there was always a delay and you don't know yes. if the other person heard it. If you and I were mm. in the same room, Isabel, I could say, hey, Isabel, could you go grab me that thing? And I know that you 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 heard me, um, and there yes. would be a, an easy, quick response. And I, I think that was a big mistake: is that we thought it was going to be okay, but but we all should have been in the same room, uh, creating yeah. a, a, a a major hub. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, hindsight's always a wonderful thing, isn't it? And and it's how we improve is by learning from these sorts of things, anyway. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that everything kind of came to a bit of a head, uh, you know, in the event and, and a lot of the mistakes that were made. Um, now, granted, you know, these were mistakes that were made. And I think that the, the race organizers are, 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 are owning it and saying, okay, yeah, mistakes, yeah. were made, especially in, you know, I think that we, we, we can all, you know, allude to what happened at the end there with, with Radek uh, finishing second and, yeah. and, and Michael Wardian finishing first place. Um, you know, there were mistakes that were made. There were, there were mistakes that were made. Um, I think that, you know, given the fact that we were able to get this organized within two weeks so, yeah. uh, for free, and really there were only six volunteer people that were behind the scenes. And keep in mind... Yeah, that's not a lot. No, yeah. no. And, you know, the race organizers who made really quite a quick decision, uh, yeah. whether you agree with it or not, um, they made this without sleeping for close to 70 hours so you know you, you could see it in their faces that they were tired uh, which i think was another mistake that was made i think that mm. that person who is is has the opportunity to be able to make those quick decisions needs to be getting uh, a minimum of, of of four hours sleep every 12 hours um i think yeah. that that has to be created from you know with with with, uh, with the organizing committee in, in advance uh, it was one of those and, things. And I think, like you said, if, if you'd had like a hub of people, you would have been able to do that, swapping people in the night. Exactly. So you go on into the bed and you go, you go here yeah. and, and there. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, and, and you, I think you could still end up doing that uh, by, by quarantining yeah. uh, and, 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 and having, a, you know, a reasonable distance between people. So, yes. So I, I think yeah. that, I mean, that's... you don't need a hub of 50 people, just, you know, a no. couple extra. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so yeah. So you know, in the end, um, and I'll 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 talk about how how it ended. Um, you know, there were two runners left, and yeah, yeah both Radek from 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 the Czech Republic, um, an incredible runner with incredible an incredible resume behind him, and Michael Wardian yeah. from the United States again with an incredible resume behind him. N neither one of them looked like they were failing at all. Yeah, they looked. Yeah. They looked 
exceptional. Now, keep in mind, yeah. Isabel, I, you know, and I, I know both Reddick and, 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 and Michael might be thinking, hmm, Dave, hold on one second. I was doing fine. You know, it's part of the game, too. You don't show your hand. You, you don't show weakness. Yeah, exactly. You have yeah. some strength. So, yeah. you know, was was Reddick really looking as good as he was looking? Probably not. Um, mm-hmm. it was was Michael really feeling as good as he was looking? Probably not. But mm-hmm. but let's you know, it, it was really quite incredible. They were both they looked like they could run another 10 or 20 hours. Yeah. And so what ended up happening was Reddick, um, you know, uh, there was a couple of times uh, in which he he stood on the treadmill and when the bell rang, um, mm. Erratic didn't move. And I believe it was a one minute and 25 seconds. Uh, this was when the decision was made. And Radic oh, okay. was. And, um, and the decision was made uh, in that moment uh, by the race directors. And, um, and once that decision's made, you, you, you don't go back on that. And so. No, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, so the decision was made. Um, you know, the race directors and the race organizers we 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 have to stand behind those those decisions and um yeah. you know i'm you know i'm i'm as a race organizer behind the scenes i'm very very happy in that moment that i'm not the one that yeah. had to make those decisions uh because that's yeah. we, if you didn't make the decision you'd be roasted if you did you're being roasted so yes. i do know that the race directors have gotten a lot of flack over this in the last while yeah yeah, I mean, it would have been a very tough decision. And um, and like you say, with sleep deprivation in the mix, it's mm-hmm. probably very emotive and, and difficult for everybody. No, absolutely. <laughs> I, I feel bad for everybody involved um, because nobody wanted to see it end that way. Um, yeah. We all want, you know, somebody to say, I can't take another step. You know, Radek, yeah. you beat me yeah. or Michael, you beat me. And I'm yeah. done. Congratulations. Holy moly, what a great event. Everybody hugs it out. And there's yeah. somebody victorious uh, because they outran, you know, 2,400 yeah. plus runners. And they get a golden toilet paper roll. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, but it, it unfortunately didn't play out like that. But as does life, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, yeah and exactly and that's something uh, everyone's having to get used to at the moment but yeah I mean it's sometimes races are won on technicalities and unfortunately it was just that's what happened this time right absolutely and I think the difficult thing too is is these races are in sometimes in these obscure places uh around these obscure people like you take the Barclay Marathons when when Gary Robbins ended up finishing what six seconds late yeah it was in yeah. the middle of a park somewhere else, you know, and nobody was really around. Yeah. Um, yeah. But here it was on the World Wide Web. And, you know, I, yeah. I don't know what, what you think, Isabel, but the World Wide Web is full of critics. And everybody yeah. that says, hey, you should do it this way, do things differently this way. And, and you know, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Exactly. Um, and it's really quite tricky you know, I, I've thought about this a number of times ever since the race has ended. And I said, you know what, what's the safest thing to do? How do you not get caught up in these things where, you know, I, I've never really ever received hate mail or or, yeah. or angry texts before. And I've received a lot of them since. Oh, that's awful. And, 
Oh no, it's but it's it's the way it is, and and the, yeah. the way that the way that you protect yourself from doing that is you in life you do nothing. Yes, um, that's right, exactly. And that's not the answer either. It's yeah. never the answer because yeah. you know, Isabel, you and I, we we're we're, we're movers and shakers. We do things. Yeah. We we get up yeah. and we 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 do things for ourselves and we do things for others. And so yeah. I look back at this whole picture and I think. You know, we ended up having an opportunity to be able to create, you know, meaningful experiences for all these people during a time like this. Yeah. And 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 to a degree, it angers me and frustrates me um, that people would send those messages. But then, on the other hand, Isabel, um, I understand it too, right? Because yeah. everybody in the yeah. world right now has had their world turned upside down. And I, I, yes. I'm guilty. I'm guilty because I feel at times stressful, stressed out or angry or resentful or, or all these weird emotions where I'm like, why am I feeling yeah. this way? Oh, it's because I don't, I'm unemployed now. Or, oh, it's because yeah. I'm fearful of my children's health. Oh, it's because yeah. I miss going and hugging my friends and having a beer at, yeah. at, with my friends at the pub. So I, yeah. I completely understand why people are, you know, topsy-turvy. And, and lashing out. And I think at, the, at this point, Isabel, the number one thing that we can in, end up doing with one another is just being kind. Saying yes. we don't understand that person's situation, especially in this time. And, yeah. you know, there's that old Buddha saying, you know, peace be with them. Just offer yeah. them love from a distance. And, yeah. and, and don't, don't take what they have to say all, all, all too literally. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a very, such a great perspective from you and it shows what a wonderful person you are that you can take that perspective because I know you went into this with, you know, the intentions of everything working out and nobody foresaw this and nobody wanted this. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a hard situation for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I think you guys are all handling it really well and it's a credit to you. Does it put you, you off ever doing anything like this again? No, 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 absolutely not. Um, Good. The simple fact that people felt so passionate about um, this, that they felt that they either needed to celebrate and cry and be, be tearful and happy or mm. to be angry and upset just tells me that we struck a chord with people. Mm, yes. Um, yeah. And that, you know, I don't know. Like in a movie, when there's an, you know a sad scene, you cry. When in a movie, when there's a happy scene, you laugh. Um, yeah. I think that's the mark of a, of an excellent movie, or that's an, a, yes. a mark of, of excellent yeah. entertainment. Um, True. And and so the reactions that we've ended up getting, of course, at first you go, "Oh, come on, critics, stop it, please!" Like. Yeah get it if if we were charging a gazillion dollars for this event and walking away with hundreds of thousands of dollars in our pocket but this actually cost us money to put on and yeah. so this cost me money to do this for for all these people yeah. and so yeah. so so but because of all that you know okay we could we could do better yeah we we could have better systems in place and i really do think that we could do a better job 
So um, would I do this again? Absolutely. Uh, within an instant. Yeah. I think that maybe that yeah. at this time, still under a global quarantine, maybe I think that this is a better time than, than, than ever. Yeah. Yep. Well, in spite of, you know, the negative, some negative feedback that you got, I know all, all I heard really was positive and, and, you mm-hmm. know, people were disappointed in the ending, but not the people that I spoke to were not um, blaming. It was just, it's a sad outcome because of technology and those sorts of things. But, it, you know, I think we also need to see that, that it's sometimes these things happen and yeah. And I think like, like you said, it's, it, if it doesn't put you off, that's great because then you can learn from it and improve. No, absolutely. And and really, I think, sorry, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to boil this down even a little bit further. It comes yeah. down to variables. You know, what we want to yeah. do as race directors and as race organizers and, and as anybody who's putting on an event um, is you want to control all the variables. Yeah. Now, when it comes to controlling variables, when it comes to, you know, differences in language, um, when it comes to differences in time zone, when it comes to differences in technology, and, and believe me, you, I have no clue uh, when it comes to time zone, uh, it, you know, yeah. sorry, not time zone, but when it comes to technical issues, um, you know, I, I've, we've got a team that, that are working behind the scenes that, 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 are, that are figuring all that stuff out. But yeah. boy, what, what a complicated thing to do. And, yeah. you know, yeah, it, the fact that we didn't have as many issues as we end up having it, it, so it yeah. just goes to you, the, the, the volunteers behind the scenes were really doing an incredible job. I mean, we yeah. end up having four YouTube channels going, um, yeah. and all four of them were shut down. And, you know, there are different, um, m- there are different methods and mediums to be able to use uh, outside of YouTube. Um, yeah. And, you know, the reason reasoning why, um, you know, the YouTube channels were shutting down was that, you know, there was, you know, music being played in the background at times. And, and whenever, you know, YouTube ends up picking up these, uh, these algorithms of these songs, it just it just completely shuts it down because of trademark laws. And so, uh, so really, they were just being shut down left, right and center. And finally, we ended I didn't up, realize that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we had to go to Facebook in the end. So all these little uh-huh. things that we learned along the way, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. that's going to have to change, and 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 so yeah. so 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 I guess I guess what I'm saying, Isabel, is, you know, all your, all your your listeners, you know, you know, thanks for bearing with us. Um, yeah, you know, we learned a lot uh, yeah. through going through this process. Um, I'm dead and determined to make this better for everybody. Um, yeah. Yeah, the 2.0 will be better um, if we, if we ever if we ever decide to to move forward with this. But you know, we let's face it, we we all want to create more meaningful experiences for one another. This is yeah. just makes us you know human. And yeah. so so yeah, I, I'm learning. Um, and and thanks for 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 giving me some patience. Give me give me some of your patience. Well, um, yeah, I mean, thank you so much. It's it was a it wasn't awesome event in in spite of the slight you know the controversy at the end it was a brilliant event and I know I know quite a few Australians who participated in it and they loved every moment of it and um I know everyone here loved watching on so there were so many positives I think it's so much better to focus on that than than a negative that you know we know we can can be improved upon so I I think well done 
well done on your run. Such a pity that, you know, you had to polite before you wanted to. But um, but all the same, that that's ultra running, isn't it? <laughs> Unfortunately. That, that's the way it goes. And, um, yeah. It seems like yeah. every second is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, congratulations on that. Congratulations on the run. And if you do decide at some point to, to go ahead with another one, we'd love to hear about it. And I know there'd be plenty of my listeners who would love to get involved with that too, especially ones who this time were just watching on. I'm sure if there was another one, they would actually want to get involved. Right. Fear of missing out is a real thing. And I know a yeah, lot of my friends said, oh, shoot, you know, I should have signed up for that. That was, it yeah. was just too bad. So, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll try our best. You bet. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking with me again. And um, all the best for your quarantine as that continues and hopefully for not too much longer. Yeah, absolutely. No, thanks a lot, Isabel. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. I think Dave and the crew did such an amazing job to get this event up and running, pardon the pun, in such a short time frame. I think everyone involved in the organisation of this deserves our thanks and congratulations. I was so sad to hear that Dave had gotten negative mail and messages. If you have had a positive experience with the Quarantine Backyard Ultra, I implore you to message Dave with some positivity. I know he would greatly appreciate it during these tough times. His contact details on socials are in the show notes. Other than the controversy surrounding the actual end of the race, I feel that there was a lot of positivity and goodwill around the event. I only saw upbeat posts from the people involved in the event, on you know, posts on Facebook and that sort of thing. I really hope Dave does put on another event like this. Hopefully I might be ready to join in by then. I'm very excited to announce that my next episode is an interview with the winner of the Quarantine Backyard Ultra, Mike Wardian. He is another awesome and friendly guy. I really enjoyed chatting with him and I hope you enjoy listening to that podcast. That will be our beginning of next week. Don't forget, please, to get on over to Apple Podcasts to rate and review this podcast. I really appreciate your support. I don't know about you, but I'm finding that this quarantine time is a great time to do a life audit and to focus and work out what my priorities in life are and that sort of thing. In regards to running and racing, how long have you been telling yourself you're going to focus on your training, become more committed and um, consistent with your training? How often have you thought about how much you want to do a certain race but haven't because, oh, well, I'll do it later or I'll do it another time or whatever the reason is that you don't do it. Well, this quarantine has taught me anything is that we can't take anything for granted and it can all be taken away from us in the blink of an eye. This period will end, so you should start planning for the future now. Actually really get committed and focused and consistent with your training now. Decide to do that challenging race next year, obviously. You might not be able to enter it yet, but really make that decision and commitment within yourself to do it. And then get focused with your training. You can do this with structured and well-planned training with Peak Endurance Coaching. Email me at isabel at peakendurancecoaching.com.au and let's get your training moving in the right direction. Have a great week and remember we are all in this together.